I really want it to be 80s newscaster music. This show is not allied with any sect, denomination, political entity, organization, or institution. Does not engage in any controversy, neither endorses nor opposes any cause. Neither do we. We're not affiliated with Al-Anon or any other 12-step program. The opinions expressed here are strictly of the person who gave them. Please take what you like and leave the rest. Hi, I'm Corey. Hi, Corey. Hi, I'm Claire. Hi, Claire. And this is Crosstalk. Well, let's get current, Claire. Um, I want to talk, well, let's talk about your week. What, what's been going on you with you? Oh, we always start with my week. Okay. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. But, I, but, but there's well, a reason. Quote, unquote, ladies first. Um, listen, uh, no one's um, shaming issue. your outside gender issue. choices. Outside issue. Okay, so, you know, I'm going, out of, I've gone on a little vacay for the fourth, for the, <laughs> for the holiday that's going on. Uh, and, um, this was not recorded in advance. No. Timely. Yeah. And, uh, I just didn't used to do that the way that I do it now, which is really fucking cool. And I'm just excited. I'm like not stressed. I'm not over planning it. I'm just like, oh, this weekend I might like pack my bag so it's ready to go and I don't have to think about that. But like for me, not because I'm doing it in a weird like obsessive way to have control, which is what I used to do. Um, And this other person was like, how does everybody feel about a meal plan? And I like put that, uh, you know, we all share it, like share, you know, and I was like, why not try it out? Like, that would have been me before. I would have done that. And then, you know, it was really helpful, actually, because we're going to be there for five meals. There's five of us. We all, like, love to cook and bring groceries, but we all feel like we often waste food on trips. And then also you're, like, bringing so much and da-da-da. And it was just a great, you know, I just wasn't open to, like, other people running the show, quote-unquote, or, like, giving really helpful, wonderful suggestions where, like, I'm not involved. And she's, like... A teacher so she's off right now she built this beautiful spreadsheet that's like really funny and has like jokes on it and we're all shared and we all have our name and our slot and I love it and I love that kind of thing so I, I opened it up and I was just like oh my gosh Nat thank you so much for making this I will take this day this is the food I'm gonna bring these are the snacks I'm bringing uh here's my allergies <laughs> like it was awesome and so I'm really looking forward to just like going and chilling the fuck out that's really organized. I don't think I've ever had that experience. That would also stress me out a bit. I'd be like, eh, I we'll just figure it. it out when we get there. I loved it. But it's clarity. It works it's for not me. Vague. And I can do the figure it out when you get there too now. It's sort of fun but though to go and like just resent the people not bringing food as opposed to organizing in advance and making sure everything you have Hashtag is Hashtag my care. old life. <laughs> Hashtag pre-program. Hashtag resentments or down payment for, or expectations or down payment for resentment. Yeah. Fuck resentment. Fuck resentment. Yeah, fuck it. Wasting my time. Yeah, fuck it. I don't want to spend my time on that. I don't want to invest my time into a resentment. Fair enough. Well, it sounds it like it's gonna be a rocking holiday. holiday. That could be any holiday. Um, <laughs> but uh, might be what about, related. What about to you? Summer. What's happening with you? Corey? What's happening with me, Claire? Um, I what isn't happening am. With you? What isn't happening with me? I mean, I am pretty popular. I uh, I've been dating a lot. And I'm changed. You? The, yeah, me. <laughs> when you're devastatingly handsome, you don't have a choice sometimes. <laughs> um, so I've been dating, trying to date differently because uh, I'd used to date with a lot of expectations. And uh, I, 
more than expectations, just an anticipation of outcomes, uh, which is part of expectations. But it certainly had a goal, an agenda, and an outcome that was supposed to take place or not take place. But it needed to be clarified, classified, diced up, divvied up, and defined like the spreadsheet I was very about. quickly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I've lately been able to really date with detachment, which has been fantastic. Where I just mm. show up to experience the person. I don't feel that they need to be anything that they aren't, and I can let go of the outcomes. And wouldn't you know it, the results so far have been different. When I change my attitude and perspective, the actions change and the results have changed. Change the attitudes may aid recovery? I think that that's maybe what's happening. You know. I mean, I presume that the the people that I'm interested in right now, the person that I'm interested in right now, will be yanked from beneath me at a moment's notice. But that's what your God until that happens, your higher powers. Everything's great. Uh, No, it's just you know, not necessarily following the most practical thing or the most like in my brain what I defined as the way it should look. Mm. And Mm. and that's just so great. I just love showing up in all of my affairs that way, just without any expectations of outcomes. And um, dating was probably the the last place I was able to apply that because I really did need uh, that person to be a certain way for me to be okay. And, and I couldn't crack that one. So I've been cracking it, and I feel good about it. I feel like I've made some progress. So I'm excited. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. Of course I fucking love that. Yeah. I'm really happy for you're you. Really helpful in that process. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, your advice is very salient. I like it when once in a while we have, like, a, a on, sweet moment. On a sweet moment. Yeah. I think we do it's really love each other. To, yeah. I mean, you make me crazy, but um, I do really love could it. You couldn't, couldn't let just, it go. Couldn't fucking do <laughs> couldn't it. Couldn't let it it's, go for too long. And that's okay. I accept you just as you are. Yeah. Well, you have a lot of detachment <laughs> around relationships, which I really look up to because you're kind of like, oh, well, you know, relationships don't work out. Like, whatever. I'll get another relationship. And yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's not how it works. It is how it works. You need to hold on to that shit. No. Not anymore, baby. Um... But Speaking I feel like that's a really good topic today. Wow, are you just playing that out of thin air? Yeah, like... it was a completely natural segue. HP. Um, that we should talk about relationships, and particularly a lot of people come, we've heard, I've heard in the rooms uh, over the years, some a lot people of might. some people might um, <laughs> that a lot of people have uh, say what I came to the rooms for them, but I stayed for me or they were brought to the rooms by someone else's drinking or they thought they were going to fix or solve someone else's problem or particularly around drinking and then learned it was an inside job and that the program was actually about uh, oneself. And so I thought today we would talk to my friend Bryson about this topic. And so I'd like to welcome to the show Bryson. Hey, hey. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for having me here. Thank you. Hey, Bryson. How, uh, how are you enjoying your Sunday? Oh, it's good, man. Sundays are, Sundays are, Sundays are much easier now, you know? Uh, you know, no Sunday blues. Oh, it's yeah. It's one of the craziest things. It's not Sunday in the promises, blues. but you absolutely can, can get rid of Sunday blues, which mm-hmm. is pretty great, you know? I always had the Sunday blues because people, that, like the, my friends would leave. On the, we would spend the yeah. weekend together, and then they would go home, and I'd be in my house yeah. with whatever. And then I would just, the melancholy would just set in. Yeah. Yeah, man. That, that abandonment or that feeling alone, not being able to be by yourself. Yep. Huge one, man. For me, it's like uh, just in, th- things couldn't end before Al-Anon. Nothing could end. Mm. No no one could die. Nothing could happen. There could be no end to anything because you don't want to know about that. Didn't want to. And, and it's crazy. Uh, you know, I really relate to that. Yeah. So, yeah. so kind of a weird thing for me. But yeah. So, but yeah, no. So it's super chill and just... Uh, Went to like the best meeting in the world today, and uh, 
And then uh, just got to come do this. Pretty great. <laughs> it's a real Alan on Sunday for you. Yeah, dude, Alan on Sunday. Yeah, it really was. So like, uh, yeah, you know, the at the the lunch at the usual spot with the usual people. It's pretty hilarious. It's totally like, wow. Sweet. I love that about you, Bryson. You know, I don't know you. I don't know you personally very well, but I've heard you speak in meetings before, and um, I love your enthusiasm for the program. Thank you. I really do. I really relate to it, and I sh- I share the same enthusiasm. And so when I find other people that are just like, "Fuck yeah, program, man!" My <laughs> yeah. day was great because I fucking went to a meeting, yeah. hung out with my fellows, no, like, dude, yeah. read some literature, yeah, and yeah. then like went and enjoyed my life. Like, no man, I just it, it was it so, much. so not that right. Like yeah. life before was so not that. And so I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm unapologetic. People are like, oh, you hang out with all your program friends. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because they're trying to be sane. Like, they may not all be, but they are all at least making an effort. And we have a language that if we do hurt each other's feelings, we can be like, hey, man, that really hurt or whatever. Or, hey, I'm sorry I hurt you. Yeah. Dude, nobody does that. <laughs> I, I come from the South where it's just that crazy, like, toxic guy <laughs> stuff that just, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, man. Can't you know? say you're sorry. Yeah. None of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, man. Yeah, you have a, like, you're talking about resentment. You have a resentment. It's lifetime. It's mm-hmm. like your families will carry it on. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, like feuds. That's like what feuds. You know, you're like, oh, feud. yeah, yeah, you're feuding. Yeah, you're feuding. Yeah. yeah, that's like a five generation resentment that killed dozens of people. You're like, how does that? How's that working out for you? You're still all up in the hills with no teeth. <laughs> right? Like not. You know, I'm proud of that. Really? You're that? You're proud? That's your okay? Go ahead. Your your claim to fame is that? Yeah, you're mad at another person, family yeah. over something for generations. That's pretty. I've never thought of that. You know. Yeah. All right. So yeah. But, um, well, well yeah, why don't up. why don't you talk for a little bit about right. uh, lead us a little bit and then we'll uh, cross talk the hell out of it. I like that. It's <laughs> the reason I came, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so um, yeah. So I guess you know how it was, what happened, how it is today. Um, man, it was it was exhausting and it was chaotic. It was scary. Uh, it was uh, it was lonely. But I was never alone, you know, mm. one of those things. Uh, I grew up in a small town in the South. I'm not, I'm not, not faking this accent <laughs> for the show for my anonymity. It's a good one. Anonymity with my goofy <laughs> Bill Clinton voice is no longer available. Um, but um, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, you know, and I didn't, you know, my, I don't, I now, my, my story's changed. I don't think... Uh, you know, I, anybody else, I don't know if, I, I always share my story because my story from the outside didn't seem that bad. And so a lot of people in, I found in program will minimize. I mean, I minimize my stuff. Oh, that's fine. It wasn't that big of a deal. I've got friends of mine who have truly horrific stories, and mine was not that. But it really messed me up. And as, a, as an adult, I was not functional. And, I, uh, you know, so, so I, I don't know. I mean, I grew up, uh, you know, my parents uh, broke up when I was five or six. And I always say that. If you had asked me before recovery uh, if that affected me, I bet not a bit. It was cool. They were great. And I literally <laughs> believed that with all my heart. I would defend it. No, no, it was fine. But it just left some crazy wound in me, man, that I never really figured out. And, um, and I have all the classic stuff that people associate with uh, being growing up around alcoholism. Either neither of my parents are alcoholics, um, though um, my mother uh, is, a, is a, a member of Al-Anon. And um, and I have I will say that there was a lot of drinking in the related in the family relations that clearly affected other people and, and bothered people, uh, and people's drinking really bothered me a lot of the time. Um, 
I, I, one, one thing I should mention too, um, I, being down south, a lot of people got sober in church. They were sober for their church, for the church. And I, and I don't know, you know, if that was like, if that was a fully functional solution, I don't know. But some people around me seemed really dry. There was a lot of anger. There was a lot of, even if they, maybe they weren't drinking, there was a lot of alcoholic behavior that I, that I observed as a kid. And it scared me. And I look back, uh, particularly at the women in my family, I was sort of raised by women. And, um, I think I picked up a lot of traits from them, and that's a lot of the fear, the anxiety, the need to control, mm. all of that stuff. When I look up the chain ahead of me or before me, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, this was all happening. But, um, but you know, as a teenager, uh, I think the way I start really my part of the Alan story for me was as a teenager, I was attracted to the, the bird with the broken wing. You know, I, I, and I think for me, like not having, looking back on it, for me, not having self-esteem and thinking that I was just the worst in the world, I, I think that if, if somebody else around me were worse off than me or more chaotic than me, I looked good. Mm-hmm. And so for me, a lot of it was like, well, look at them. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be perfect, and I knew I couldn't be perfect. So it looks to me like, like for looking back on it, I do inventory. It's like, oh, yeah, you, you continually found these people. You know, my pattern is to find somebody uh, – who could not fulfill what I needed them to do, uh, <laughs> talk them into doing something, manipulating them either into some sort of relationship, and this is across the board, whether it's work, relationship, love, whatever, uh, and then being hugely disappointed and martyred and surprised when they can't close the deal. Mm-hmm. And then having someone to blame, and then you move on and you run the pattern again. And as I got older, that pattern was running. It was overlapping. There were you know, multiple people that I was in relationships with at the same time. It's just super chaotic, super, you know, crazy. And, um, and I noticed, you know, they talk about uh, alcoholism being a progressive disease. Well, for me, uh, you know, the effects of alcoholism on me were also progressive. So I started to seek a lower and lower companion. And I started to find more and more chaotic people. And... Uh, you know, if, if you heard me speak before, you know, I always talk about at, at my bottom, I, you know, I was a patron of the arts and I supported artists. And uh, <laughs> and those artists typically uh, were mostly working in dance. And uh, I couldn't actually, uh, I, I was too fancy for regular dancers. So mostly I, I was around exotic dancers. I was classier. And, uh, <laughs> and so in uh, two. Now about 1999, it was like 1999, right around the turn of the millennium, um, I was uh, dating this woman, and it was really weird. She, uh, I think, sort of a lot of my a lot of my relationships sort of tricked me because they wouldn't be like I, I think I I think I dated a lot of periodic alcoholics who just would sort of binge and then not. Mm-hmm. So I, and and not knowing anything about alcoholism, I wouldn't pin that on them. I would never think, oh, they're a drug addict. But it's like, you know, the classic of this, talking to this woman, who, by the way, is now sober. It's really awesome. She's sober, and, and uh, I had nothing to do with it. And she, uh, <laughs> but she, you know, I always laugh. It's like I was like, well, you know, making the excuses, you know, well, she only drinks and uses when she works. <laughs> she worked like five, six nights a week, right? <laughs> Unbelievable, you know? I've had and, that relationship. And that was, you know, that was, you know, so many excuses. And so uh, she just shook me to the bottom. And I did everything, you know, I was paying the rent, I was, you know, arranging, fixing every problem, all of it. Because I was building, I was going to build this person from a kit, mm-hmm. right? You know, a buddy of mine one time uh, in program after a few years was, was looking at buying a horse. And he was telling me all about this horse. 
you know, that, that had like a little bit of lameness, but he thought that he could make it work and he was going to get this horse and all. And I was like, hey, man, you know, you deserve a whole horse. Mm. You deserve a horse that you don't have to fix, you know. And, and, uh, and so anyway, I, I just bought him completely out. And a friend of mine, uh, this woman, Lena, who, man, uh, I love her so much. She was, she was working with me at the time. And, and she came, and, and I was at my desk, and I was crying and just wrecked when she showed up at work. And, and, uh, and she was like, okay, cool. Uh, here's an address and a phone number, <laughs> and you're going to go see Beverly tonight at this place in Burbank, and, and you're going to go there, and, uh, and, uh, and you're going to talk to and see what they say. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so I went to program, uh, and it didn't stick. And I, uh, I fell out after about... I don't know, probably stuck around a few months, maybe six months. But I, I really wouldn't read much literature, would go to one meeting a week, didn't get a sponsor, and didn't work the steps. And, you know, wow, it didn't work for me. <laughs> and, uh, who knew? Surprise. Surprise. And so then, like, uh, I, about probably less than a year after that, I got into a, a relationship that just absolutely crippled me and brought me to my knees. And, uh, and, I, I, I jokingly say it was the height of unavailability. Uh, you know, I, w- I, I started uh, a relationship with this woman who was, uh, you know, I joked that she was my gay, sober friend. And uh, when we left that weekend, you know, she was not acting gay. She was no longer sober and clearly not my friend. And uh, we just got into this crazy thing. And a few weeks into it, uh, she was like, and this is a person who was previously sober and had gone out. Um, and uh, she said, you know, you're scaring me. And she kind of, you know, and I was like, wow, because this was already crazy. But I was like, oh, wait a minute. And um, so uh, I remembered that meeting. And I remembered that, okay, this, she had said, you know, she gave me the classic, you got a God-sized hole. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I went back to the meeting and uh, and I started, I, you know, I got a sponsor and I worked the steps and, and I did it. And I went to, you know, at the time, I probably went to three or four meetings a week and really, really, really threw myself into it. And and I was miserable when I went there. I was just, I, pathetic is the term I use. I use the term pathetic. I had no respect for myself. I just felt pathetic. And, um, and all those little grandmas at those meetings, because that's what it seemed like everyone in the meeting was. There was nobody cool there. Those grandmas were like, they knew what was up, and they, and they loved me. And they took care of me, and they loved me when I couldn't love myself. Mm. And I started to go, oh, okay. I thought, oh, this could be better. And then, you know, I started to shift the focus to myself, like they tell you, like they they tell you to do. And and I started working the steps, and started realizing how many things. I started to realize. Here's the way I'll say it: that I was not the person that I thought I was. Mm. I was clearly not the person that I saw myself as, and I had no idea who I actually was. And then I started to, the steps allowed me to figure out who I was in a gentle way, learn to bust myself in a loving and gentle way, and then start to say, okay, well now who do you want to be? And um, so yeah, I mean, I am super, super excited and crazy about program Valanon because it just saved me. I, I described myself as a low bottom Al-Anon. I mean, I you know I was that I was that person that wrecked all of my life. Every aspect of my life was wrecked, and I got it back. You know, through Al-Anon and, and the steps and the higher power and all the stuff that we talk about. Um, and then I then I realized that like 
Yeah, I, so I talk too much. One of my problems, uh, and I realized that well, if I if I talked a lot, um, well, maybe I could talk, you know, in in meetings, and maybe that would do something and help somebody. Mm. And and I got to sort of use some of my character defects, uh, you know, for good. And um, and also I I work a lot of like, I recognize the fact that you know like I'm a uh, you know, I'm a straight white guy from the South. Like, I literally am the enemy of a lot of people in this world. And um, and that at the same time, I'm kind of a double agent. And if I could become this, you know, this light and this love to people, just like those old ladies were to me, um, you know, maybe that would affect people. And maybe it, would, maybe it could be powerful. Maybe, you know, men could change. You know, I could start some of that. And that's one of the really focus. I work with a ton of guys. Uh I have a bunch of guys I hang out with, and it's beautiful, man. It's none of the weird bro stuff. <laughs> we do sports together, and it's the most loving, gentle thing I've ever seen in my life. And all of us to a one, you would think, oh, that guy's, you know, that guy, either that guy looks crazy or that guy's a badass or that guy's going to, you know, he's going to get in a fight or something. No, man, every one of them has just has really turned around and, and are trying to embrace the idea of, like, well, you know, what does it mean to be a man if you didn't have all the stupid stuff? What if you could just be a man in recovery and and just, like, spread love for a minute in this world? And, it, man, it happens everywhere in my work, everywhere I go. If I can get out of myself, if I can slow down, if I can think about what's going on and not react, um, Al-Anon's given me a way to kind of, you know, uh, and it's again, it's changed everything. It started, but it started from these, you know, I used to say these crazy women, both of whom are sober, both of whom are wonderful people. I was a nut. I was the problem, <laughs> you know. And it led me to, you know, getting together myself and then finding a relationship that worked. And now I've been successfully married. I've been with uh, my wife almost 10 years. And, um, you know, and, and uh, it just wouldn't have happened, man. It's not was not going to happen like that, you know, before this. So that's it. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Bryce. And I always love hearing let's you speak. Let's crosstalk this thing. Let's get it. Let's get let's it. Cross that let's talk. Cross-talk the shit do that out thing of we it. can't do in meetings for a good not reason. Not allowed to, but we are there. here. That's right. That's, it's the sole reason I came. Yeah, it's I a good, really like yeah. I was so in when you called because I'm like, yeah, because it's you know, like you said, you, at a certain point you're sick of your story, but Ugh. it's really great. People really make you, they just make you think about it differently, you know. So my first thing I want to ask you is, did you feel when you came, so relationships sort of brought you in, and, and you talked a lot about keeping the focus on yourself, but was that an immediate thing, or when you got uh, in, you thought it was going to fix these people? Oh, no, 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 no. You know, I love, uh, my friend Brendan always says, you know, okay, you people are going to tell me how to get this person sober. <laughs> you know, that was the, that's the thing I, I, I love, you know, that, like, story there. And mine, I don't know, mine wasn't that. Mine was like, uh... God, it's funny. The first time came in, I was so lost and crazy. I honestly don't exactly know. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just was, I was crazy though. And I think I was just desperate and, and lost. Um, the second time there was the, uh, was a kind of a double one. Yes. Needed to, you know, yeah, but, but a lot of it too, at that point was like, 
and this is very funny thinking about how this all think of how the movie turns out. <laughs> I wanted to be that, you know, like she would get sober and then I would be in Al Anon and it would be this perfect little couple and we would just go and do that. We'd be circuit speakers and it would be great, you know? Um, you know, professional. Yeah. Yeah. And we, but, we lit- but I literally have that. Like my wife and I have spoken at conventions together yeah. now. And, and I've never thought of that in all these years. It's so funny. I haven't thought of that in like 20. I'm like, Oh wow. You know, like, wait a minute. Oh, he's been dead the whole time. Um, but, uh, <laughs> he's, he's dead people. <laughs> so I, uh, but, uh, Spoilers, but yeah, but, guys. but, but it took a long time. It took, a, it took a long time to get that. And I don't really know. I mean, I think of my first couple of years. First, I just cried through the whole first year. Whole first year, I just cried every meeting, I think. And I was so, I would just talk about her. And then after a while, like, it shifted a little bit. Um, you know, I, I really think that, yeah, it, it took sort of the work in the steps. I think the, the first three steps, um, I, I started to feel some relief. But I can remember being in my third step and a buddy of mine telling me, you're going to be fine. Work your fourth step and find that out. Mm-hmm. My friend Joel's like, work your fourth step and find that out. Because that's what everyone, like, spoiler alert, everyone's okay. That's what the <laughs> end of your, the end of your fourth step ends with, you're fine. You're great. We love you. That's the end of the whole thing. But, um, but yeah, no, it took a long time. I don't exactly remember it, um, but I do, uh, I do know that that working the steps allowed me to do that, right? Because all, if you read the steps, they're not about him or her. Right. The steps are about you and you're answering them, uh, you know? And so I think that was probably the thing, but I can, when I think back to it somewhere around, you know, in three and four, you know, four is mind blowing. People, I, 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 it blows people's mind, but you know, but, but uh, some people are scared to death of it and all, but it, but it really does. It's when it's, for me, that's when you're really like, whoa. Who am? Oh wow! I actually oh, oh! I, I remember sound, tell, I always tell people like oh I do like frozen burritos. I know you always tell that story. Yeah, I, I love that. Say, it was my thing. It's like I Fair found enough. that out. Yeah, and I don't now. It's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm mildly disgusted saying that, but at the time it was such a revelation because you know I was always like no no what do you want to eat oh no what what's your favorite color I don't know what do you like you know yeah. oh but yeah I think I think for me it was like it's a it's a time uh, people hate to hear that but it's just time and and doing the do but I can remember the steps probably when I think about it focus me on it. Yeah. Yeah. See. Well, they say in the rooms right here, in the rooms, uh, you know, we go to meetings to feel better and we do the steps to get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will say, I, it's funny, I just, as I was sitting there, I remember, I remember working my program at the other person. That was, that's a favorite mm. right there. <laughs> and, oh, and at the end yeah. of the day, at the end of the day, it's, it's funny because it ends up, it's it ends up working either way sure you know you know i mean unless you're just completely full of shit but if you can all have somebody around you who gets you honest you will and and by the way it it doesn't matter if you go to the meeting you know just whatever for the coffee the point (laughs) is is if you're just there right yeah and and for me that was a lot of it was i knew that i had uh, you know like oh that she will like this you know, I know that was some of my motivation in the beginning to do. And it was like, oh, yeah, well, uh, she'll think this is cool. And so there was a lot of that until it just caught up with me that you're like, no, 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 man, this is not about that, you know. Were you in a relationship, still in the relationship when you went in the second uh, time? It's really crazy. And I, it's really funny. You know, I recently had a great experience with the, with the, the second woman uh, who I hadn't seen in years. And this is like, you know, this is like 17, 18 years ago now, 18 years ago. 
Um, and uh, and it, one of the worst things about the whole thing was that I was sort of a secret thing for her. She was using in secret. And so she stayed out and didn't sober up for several years. And she would she would go in and out. And she would do the same thing with our relationship. She mm. knew everybody, everyone in our whole social scene knew that it was just fire and, you know, gasoline. It was horrible. And so everybody would be like, no. So, so after a while, she just wouldn't talk to anybody about it. So it went on for a couple of years where it was like, yes, no, yes, no. But it, I realize now that also it made me look even crazier to my friends because I was already crazy, like in like love addiction throes of all this craziness. And then she would be using and drinking and using. And then I realized, oh, she would also show back up when she was demoralized and sad to me right. secretly. And so, yeah, it was a couple of years, and so there was a lot of that. Like, you know, and you were in program at this time. I was in program for a couple of years, and she was trying to get sober. And, and, and yeah, and so it was a weird thing. Until we really separated and didn't hang out, then I was able to heal a little bit more. But, um, but yeah, but along the way, you know, it still got better. I mean, that's one of the things I want to say. Like, if you ever hung out at the old school, like go to the Valley with all these women who've been married to alcoholic guys for like 40 years, and they're spouse is still drinking and you know we say in our literature whether I drinking or not those women have pretty damn good lives I can't hate on them I can't judge mm-hmm. you know a lot of people are like well you would if you had any you'd leave and it's like I don't know about that and I I can't judge you know women who I knew who were uh, you know had tremendous lives and 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 you know did great I learned a lot in program from those women because they were doing that and so if you really if you think about it like that's the ninja black belt level of this whole thing of like yeah my husband is active alcoholic and I have a good life. You know, whether or not that's advisable, but it's certainly been some people's experience and, and works. So, you know, so, you know, that was that. Was that. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, really for me, um, yeah, after a couple of years after that, then, you know, we were really, really split. And then I started Did you make to a conscious choice? Was it a program choice? Like, I'm going to need to separate from this yeah, relationship yeah. I mean, to recover. In that, yeah, I mean, I, I identified that I was I was, I was in an addictive relationship. I realized I was like, okay, you have to stop this. And that's, that's something else that I, I, like, I like to talk about a lot is that, uh, that so I'll, I'll tell you, uh, hilarious for crosstalk story. Yeah. Uh, when I was <laughs> like, when I was like, uh, I don't know, like a month or two in program, uh, one of my, all, all my friends were like either crazy junkies or they were sober. I mean, everybody around me. Oh, it didn't matter, guy, girl, yeah. work, every relationship was just addicts, right? Yeah, there was, and there so, was something. Yeah, and so, oh, love like, them, come love on. addicts and alcoholics. Yeah, yeah. So so this friend of mine, Stephanie, uh, who I've known forever and ever, she had gotten sober, and she had been like a meth head. She was like hard, and she was all just like crazy tattoos and, and just hard, hard, hard. And she took me to Moore Park to an AA meeting uh, during the week. And we showed up at Moore Park one morning and she was outside with her friends. And she's like, uh, this is my friend, he's an Alnon. And this guy just, dude looks over and he goes, I fucking hate you people. <laughs> and just right to my face, that was my introduction to wow. AA. He's like, nice to meet you. Wow. And, uh, wow. and I was like, oh, Also she God. outed you right there, but okay. Yeah, was, you know. well, you guys were all there for meetings anyway. Yeah, it was yeah, everybody yeah, was yeah, in yeah. that. But he added the yeah. other program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, but sure. I, you know, anyway, I'm pretty ahead. loose about sure. that. Yeah, I'm like in the twelve, the twelve steps. Because look, it's all one thing. If if you look for me, it yeah. really, it's really, yeah. what are you yeah. doing? And that was the thing. So so the, from that, and I didn't really understand why I would, but I realized it's like oh, because uh, you go to Alan and like your girlfriend stops putting up with your crap, mm-hmm. right? So it would like or ruin the you. party, you know, yeah. and all of that. So so it's pretty funny, but um. 
But I learned, I ended up getting a sponsor who was a double winner, was an AA in Al-Anon, and, and I learned a lot from alcoholics because I learned that, like, behavior modification. You know, you know we, we, people joke about an Al-Anon slip, but you can't really joke about it, man. You can lose your whole life over that stuff. I hear that. You know, and, and so for me, it's like, so alcoholics really taught me, they're like, you know, you can't, you can't continue to drink and stay in these rooms with us. Mm-hmm. And when, and they don't make jokes about, you know, like slips and stuff. And so for me, I learned a lot about like, okay, if you're going to change your, your change, like your, your, your dating story, like you said, it's really hard to change what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and for me, like, like right now in my, in my career, I'm having to make really a huge effort and having to really, for me, that's, that's where a higher power comes in uh, for me. It's a, you know, it's like, okay, how do I do this? How do I, and, and, and friends, the support of the program, that's the whole deal of like having people you can be really rigorously honest with, you know, cause then, yeah, cause in the meeting, nobody wants to come in and hear you talk about your job or whatever or whatever. And it's like, it's like, but having people you can get really specific with and be like, this is what's going on right. and who can see that like the 12th step in all our affairs yes. that you can have all this stuff. You know, when I did my fourth step, the patterns that I was running with with women in relationships were patterns that I was running with people in work. It's the same pattern. It's the same thing. I was reproducing reproducing that over and over and over. So for me, it was like, oh, oh, and that helps a lot too, because then you're like, well, with an alcoholic or not, I'll make up a situation. Also, in terms of recovery, I think when I can look at areas of my life that are simpler. Than they used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two areas that I'm, I may still, um, I hate the word still. I fucking hate it. Get out of here, the word still. There's so much judgment in that word for me. Oh. So areas of my life that I find I am challenged with today. Wow. That's a long way around <laughs> that. parsing that. But you know what? Big I time. respect it because, you're like I said, it, it means I got to make a difference. Power you got to make a change. Yeah, yeah. I want to make a change. Um so or let god help it change whatever so yeah you know when i go oh okay my relationships with my friends today are not alcoholic or untreated all and on however it's the same thing to me so like i believe i suffer from the disease of alcoholism and that is what my disease is is the disease of alcoholism yeah. I don't have the allergy to alcohol one of the symptoms it says in the definition one of the symptoms is uncontrollable desire to drink I imagine that, like me, you probably have every other every other symptom I have. Totally, totally. Everyone, you know. And so I'm able to, and I get to uh, practice healthy relationships with my friends and fellows. And gosh, when I can look at that, and and if I know, oh, I do the same pattern of the disease, the disease. If I have that same disease in over here in my in my work, uh, in my romantic life, which are the two that. you know, I work more rigorously because it does not come as easy to me to, in those mm. places to have a, a super healthy situation um, all, the, all the time, every day, you know. But I go, oh, well, I, if I was going to hang out with my buddy Alex uh, and they acted like that, I would go home. So I get to do that over here, too. I get to treat yeah. the same th- thing in all my affairs. You know, oh, oh, oh I, w- I, I don't I, – I'm sitting here. I don't like how – my partner is being, and then, you know, oh, I don't, I don't have to like it. I get attached right and I get to just like go do my, I get to say, honey, is tonight not a good night to be on a date? Are you, how are you doing? Because I don't know if this is going to work for me tonight. Fuck. That feels so good to just say that right now. Like, I can't wait to get to do that. 
I can't wait to get to do that for <laughs> for my partner to be mad about something. And like, you know, my partner's also in, in uh, possibly we met in the rooms. And um, hey, the, the, I love it. The odds know? are good, but the goods are odd. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Come, on. Come on, it's a yeah. classic. I yeah. love that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I love having a language that I get to use with oh, her. Yeah. I love it. But yeah. Totally. yeah, I don't I don't fully understand how you would how you would pull it off. I mean, otherwise, you know, it's even if you don't have the desire, I mean, I consider myself lucky to have figured that out that I had that I had this around me because you look at how many situations, you know, and in my career, people are sort of baffled. People are like, you know, you seem really happy. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I am. It was not always this way. Right. You know, but, uh, but so yeah, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of it for me. I, yeah. Uh, traditional religion didn't work for me. Um, and so for me, I'm, I'm really lucky that I found a connection to something, you know, bigger uh, through this stuff. But yeah, man. How did you get into, like, describe how you maybe got into a healthy relationship in the context of the room? Because obviously we hear about the bottom, right? Yeah, and yeah. then obviously you're on this other side. So I'd love to break down, you know, yeah, you know what's yeah. it like? How, did you, um, how do you get there? How I, do you do so, it? Yeah, so Give I'll go. So, secret, Bryce. Yeah, it's all right. So <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you what, some stuff that hit me kind of hard. I would go to Friday night. I would go to this this meeting, and uh, and it was uh, it, it was like super unhip. All the people who were at that meeting are gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" But it but it was it was a lot of like grandma. Well, they're and all gonna be listening to this. Yeah, they're, all the grandma They've and grandpas over there pre- were like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Podcasting. I'm sure the demographic cuts off pretty early, so they won't be noticing it. <laughs> so they're out of the demo. It's great, but but it was super pretty unhip, and I was there and. Uh, I realized that these, like, the, I would see these people and they were thrilled to see me. These grandmas would give me a mm. hug and they'd be like, how are you doing? What's up? And, uh, and a lot of it for me was the idea that I was always, I always felt the other, like I'm the cool guy. I don't, you know, I'm the loner. I'm a loner. And, sure. uh, and, uh, and so to walk into a room and have people who didn't know me, and I used to always joke, it's like, you know, anonymity's really cool, too, because it's like, well, it, you guys don't even know how cool I am. You, know? <laughs> you don't even know. But but there's a, such a freedom, especially when you're at your bottom, where you're like, well, I don't have to share all this craziness. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they they seem to love me so much, um, that, was, that really soaked in, like the love in the room. Next thing was doing fourth and fifth step with a sponsor and having, at the end of it, sharing every horrible thing I'd ever done in my, you know, everything and having to go, having a guy go, I love you. I'm proud of you. Great work. And that was his only reaction. Just so flat, nothing to everything I did, you know, just, this is fine. And that sense of like, Oh, okay. Okay. What that gave me was this idea that, and we, people talk about unconditional love, but people don't think about it. I don't think most people have experienced it. And you can say, oh, yeah, but your parents, and truly, parents do have unconditional love, but there's like a conditional admiration. I think there's a lot of conditional like along with that unconditional love is the way I would say that. And so for me, um, everything in my life had felt very conditional, and this was truly unconditional. They just knew me, you know, knew my first name, didn't know anything about me, accepted me, and loved me. And then here was the same thing with this sponsor. And so it cracked the shell of like, maybe you're lovable, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe each of us mm-hmm. as we are is lovable. Mm-hmm. And if these other people could know me and love me, 
it became easier to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like you were talking about dating, you know, or when you're talking about like, you know, I'm going to show up and gather information and share information mm-hmm. and we see if it's okay. Because mm-hmm. they're like, I talk to people and they're like, I'm having so much trouble with my girlfriend. And I'm like, I'm like, how long have you been dating? They're like, oh, three months and we're going to go to therapy together. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but like, you don't have kids or own property together or any of that complication. So you could... But you also could just be like, well, I don't know. This this, this works. Is it easy? Why, why does this? Yeah. Why does this yeah. need to work? Why is this not working? Yeah. What's yeah. going on here? Yeah. 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 And that so honesty. that and so that was a big deal. So then, um, so I got that, and it's really funny when I first got into program. It's it's really hilarious. My uh, my original, you know, like uh, person I came out, my qualifier person. Had uh, had had gotten and talked about all the Pat Allen stuff. You know, it was big in AA and, I, and had all these rules. And I was like, "You're crazy! That's never gonna... Oh no! Da 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 da!" And in the end, it's like, "Yeah, actually, all that stuff does kind of work. Like that idea of like having a dating plan, and I'm not gonna sleep with you until a certain amount of time, and and I'm gonna just you know like all the putting boundaries around things, putting rules around things, changing your behavior. That was a big deal. Um, and so." You know, I, I always joke about, you know, it's like it's it's you know, it's not cash and prizes, but um but your life probably would does get better after program all areas. So at the time I was like super in debt and had this horrible car and I joked that I took my wife, you know, on our first date in my eighty seven Volvo uh, station wagon and it's like it's the a hot le- car. It's yeah, a vintage right? car. Right, hot car, right? And uh and sh- and just and she was fine with that and and fine with What's all of it. What's wrong with that today? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly, right? Like, that's today, the deal. Is that, you know, like, but, but if oh. you're looking at what you're supposed to have as a guy at sure. a certain point in your life, sure. right? You know, so for me, Says you know, well, what are you supposed to have in this moment? And it's like, well, actually, the answer is nothing. The answer is there is no expectation, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, just be a good human, you know, and... Uh, and that was what was weird is that I, is that I you know I but I but all those things you don't want to say all those things you're scared to say mm-hmm. hey I just was basically trying to just in a in a measured way you know okay here oh, okay no I you know hey I I you know I I don't want to sleep with you for a certain amount of time I want to get to know you terrifying cuz what if she what if she but what if she what if they all that right and and um it's, it's so funny you were talking about uh, you're, you know, like you can't wait to say whatever that to the person. No. There's a funny thing where you, you go through these phases of like, uh, you know, well, I can't wait to do that. And it's like, well, then what about the other side of that when somebody can actually have a bad night and you can just be like, you know what? They're having a bad night. I'm just going to go to dinner and ride this one out because I don't have to like set a big boundary because I'm probably okay. Totally. You know, well, it's not threatening. They they don't. They're not in you. They aren't you. Yeah. yeah. That break yeah. of the self. That's yeah. a great way to say it. But yeah. yeah. So yeah. So for me, the short answer is is behavior modification. Not doing it the way I did it before. Yeah. You know, I was like, you know, let's go on a date and then spend three days together and you know, <laughs> you know like that. Such was the, a thing. Yeah. That. Such a or, thing. Now yeah, we're or, together. yeah. Now let's go on a road trip. What? Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I had a. I had. It's so yeah. funny you said. I had a girl one time. Uh, it, who did not even know me? I was working at a bar, and she was, uh, and she was like, "Hey, uh, I want you to go on a road trip through like three states for two weeks with me and my sister." 
that was her opening line. Like that was her pickup line. It's a good pickup line. It is a pretty good pickup line. But I was like, <laughs> I, even at the, even at my craziest, I was like, that's too that's, crazy even for me. I know, like, yeah, when you out crazy me. On board, yeah. I would have been like, oh fuck yeah, you like me that much? You want to go on a road trip with yeah, yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Can I uh, bring everything and pay for everything? Yeah. <laughs> the, oh yeah. Oh dude. Yeah. That everything. level. That level yeah. of neediness, right? Yeah. That's a cra- it's a crazy thing, man. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think like when I think of dating now, when I meet people and I just think like, oh, maybe that thing I don't enjoy that they do that thing or it's like it's not on my list of things or it, it counteracts my desire or whatever it is. And then I'm like, oh, but that's their life. It's literally nothing to do with me. What yeah. if I just never participated in the activity? Yeah. And but, so it has nothing to do with me. It doesn't affect our relationship at all. Yeah. yeah the, and then the other thing is, is that knowing what you want, which is impossible until you've had some, you know, like for me, it was impossible until I had some recovery under my belt to know what I wanted. 100%. If you had looked at what I thought I wanted versus sure. what I wanted and what, and, and that was a big deal. So like, but I had a list, man. It was like, you know, can't sure. smoke, no cats. Uh, and and my wife my wife had two cats and well, and, and it was great they you know they moved they ended up moving in it was fine but that line of like not having having a line but also letting that be like okay well how how important is it right mm-hmm. yes how big a deal is it yes so, I love know. a pros and cons on a person I'm dating I do a pros and cons on my partner still we've been together two and a half years whenever I'm experiencing like discomfort in yeah. our relationship extended yeah. not for a day or an afternoon yeah. or whatever. I go, oh, I need to do a pros and cons list because I need to look at where pros and cons list is for me. It's yeah. not for me to take somebody else's inventory and be like, oh, say this person's fucking all this shit up. Oh, yeah. It's for me to go like, where am I allowing my boundaries to be crossed and then coming outside of my hula hoop? Yeah. And I can see that in my pros and cons. I'm like, oh, fuck, right there. Last week I did that thing. I cleaned up all the stuff in the kitchen after I had said I wouldn't. And now I, no wonder we're, like, we're having arguments. Yeah. You know, well, and you get to see all the pros again in one place. Yeah, I was gonna yes. say that gratitude. Yes. Gratitude is yeah. a huge yes. deal, man. I, I had zero, con- I had zero concept of gratitude mm. be- before Al-Anon. I, I know I'd have little flashes in my life. I can actually remember them because they were so rare. You know, I can remember wow. like remembering the sun on my skin and being like, I remember oh, that's those nice. too when I was a kid. I'm like, I just feel like everything's okay. Yeah. And I have a distinct memory of sitting in a school bus like. I was like 12 or something, and I was like, uh, I felt flush with the idea that everything's going to be okay. That's great. And I can remember it because it was so fucking rare. Wow. Yeah, but I didn't feel like everything Yeah, I think about that now, too. Yeah. That, yeah, and moments of turmoil. And, and mostly, yeah, mostly. And even when things aren't, like, you know, life still happening. You know, I talk about it all the time that I, you know, I, was, I had so much trouble in my career when I came in. And I have the same career with some of the same problems now, mm. but they just don't affect me the same way, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 knowing that that's not my career's fault, right? Just like knowing that, like, hey, you may not like this. That's not your wife's fault, you know, or whoever, yes. you know, whatever's going on. Yeah. That kind of thing is a big deal. That that same thing of like, okay, focus on yourself. That also works really great because I know that I know for sure. I'm sh- well. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure that my wife probably runs the pros and cons on me, and and that's. <laughs> but that's good that somebody does. has it. Yeah, I hope she does. Yeah, that, I hope hopefully she does. it all way, always weighs out, right? Yeah, hopefully there's some pros. Um, but and yeah, if but not you. I mean, you know, not to cut you off, but just to yeah. say, like, there's no what program has given me in the terms of this topic that we're talking about today, which is like. You know, I came in for because of someone else, or because I yeah. thought it was going to be the solution to my problem with other people, and then I realized that I stayed in program because program is what I 
get ser- this is how I get serenity. Yeah. Is it what I need? It's only what I need because what I want today is serenity yeah. and to be happy, joyous, and free. I don't need it if I want to have a fucking chaotic, painful, anxious yeah. life. I don't need program at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm really good at giving myself that, you know? And like the rigorous honesty that comes from doing things like a pros and cons list, doing things like a fourth step, um, allows me to show up humbly with my higher power uh, just for today in the trust that you know, if I look at my pros and cons list, and there's more cons on it than pros with whatever I'm pros and conning, then maybe that isn't the right thing for me. Maybe that thing isn't going to give me happiness. Yeah. And that's what I want in my life. It's about me today now. It's not about, oh, gosh, would I, do I, do I want to break up with my partner? No. If I have enough pros and cons lists over time that show me truth that it's not working, then that's the answer. Yeah. Then yeah. that's the answer today. Yeah. It wouldn't have been the it's answer before. It, yeah, it, it, yeah, because I would have stayed out of fear that that was going to ruin that person's life or it was going to ruin my yeah. life. And today I know that staying in something, anything, work, relationship, friendship, whatever, that is detrimental to my happiness yeah. is, not a, it does, is, not, is not allowed yeah. anymore. Yeah. The- and everybody's better for it. Everybody's yeah. better for it. My partner doesn't want to fucking be in a relationship with me as an asshole because yeah. I'll be a f- I will turn well, into well, a Well, maybe. Dick. I don't know how codependent you are. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> that may actually for right, some right, people right, really right. No, I don't think. But yeah. but I'll speak for for us, her and I, in that I know it's not what she wants. Yeah. It's not what either of us want yeah, because we've talked about it. You know, but like you said, some people do, some people do and don't know or whatever. Well, that's the image. You know, it's comfortable. Yeah. So, by the sure. way, that is your next podcast is pros and cons. Pros and cons. That's, there's your next one. Okay, okay Bryson. Okay. I, like I don't. Yeah, I mean, right. way to tell us what to do. Um, but the, uh, <laughs> but the. Uh, <laughs> also, I don't think the pros I and love cons. That suggestion. I don't know the pros and cons are in the literature. Do you think they are? Uh. I think it's in the not, it's in the book. Not that. I, I mean, to me, I just see it. Book. But I just see it as inventory. To me, yeah, I mean, it's, I an, it's a way I just to do it as inventory. like a tenth step. And it are you doing a tenth step on it's this? It's suggested in if you're reading through how Alan on works, which I encourage everyone who's listening to. It's yes. fucking awesome. Thank you, Lois. Um, <laughs> shout out to Lois. She's, out not, to, she's not listening. Shout out to Lois. <laughs> she's listening from above. Um, anyways, Look they talk about. Look at you with your like Judeo-Christian concept of <laughs> an afterlife. Yeah, she's floating. Surprisingly. She's oh floating. shit! Yeah, I didn't even. Uh, well, I just I'm believe teasing. in all the things. No, I loved it. I loved that you hit it. I was like, like I guess it is. Yeah, I have a very non-denominal <laughs> spiritual prayer, pr- but I. But you're right. Yeah. Um, Shout out from hell. Yeah, <laughs> so wait, speaking of that, I want to mention that for a second. So talk about staying for yourself. This is something yeah. I just, as you were talking, I was like, oh god. One of the reasons, like, stick around is that for, like, I look at this. If you if you look at, like, what a lot of people say they want, mm-hmm. especially in, it's very funny, in kind of a geeky culture, certainly a man type of way, if you look at, like, martial arts, you look at, like, Star Wars, at, like, the Jedi school or whatever, for me, a lot of the reason that I keep coming, even though I don't have al- active alcoholism in my life, I keep coming because I work on these things. I work on myself now. The whole end of the, you know, the give up, clean up, grow up cliche, that whole grow up thing is, is every so often I get a new thing of like, oh, I got to work on this. 
oh, really? You know, uh, I, you know, oh, am I that guy? Yeah, I'm that guy, and I got to I gotta do this. So for me, that's a big thing because um, that's what keeps me coming back is this, can I, like you said, can I do this the next time? Can I do it one better? Because I want more. Can I be happier? Can I, you know, do that? And not in a weird, like, competitive, like, you know, I'll change your life in three days, you know, way. <laughs> I, I, you know, but, but like over, you know, over now, like, you know, 18, coming up on 19 years, yeah. uh, it's like, yeah, that's, that's kind of what happened is that, you know, I, I got a, a much better life. And it's not sexy in a culty infomercial way, but if you just show up and do this thing, works it, if you work it. Yeah, it straight will, up, it will, it will be better. And that's the thing for me that I really am grateful. I'm grateful to both of those relationships. I would not have done this, and I'm grateful to my friend, you know, Lena, for seeing it in me and being like, I think this could help, and and then just sticking around because it's like, you know, um, yeah, I don't know how I would do a life without it, regardless. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rewind the tape, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Check the radio. Yeah, I really that? hear that, Bryson. Uh, I don't know how I would do my life without Alan on. Um, and that, I think, is a great segue into our reading for today, which is out of How Alan on Works for Families and Friends of Alcoholics, and it's on page 367, chapter 38. Uh, loving alcoholics and still finding joy. And I'm just going to read this short little excerpt here. It starts, um, This man had been around AA and I thought he was safe. I didn't realize that he was a periodic binge drinker who rarely attended AA meetings and never let anyone know he was still struggling to attain sobriety. Nor did I realize that I would soon feel the same anger, confusion, shame, and desperation I felt before. This was the baggage I thought I brought with me when I walked into my first Al-Anon meeting, full of false bravado. It was big, bad me who swore, just fix this drunk and I'll be fine. That might have been true if fine stood for frantic, insecure, neurotic, and emotionally unstable. Thank God for the wise, longtime member who saw through my tough facade. She gently told me to keep coming back. While no one had said anything gently to me for years, and that was enough to pique my curiosity, I left the Al-Anon meeting that first night with every intention of returning, but only to come back and rattle that long-timer's cage. I did come back. I tried my best to blow her to blow her cool, but it never worked. What happened instead was that, in spite of myself, I absorbed enough of what I heard at the Al-Anon meetings to get a glimmer of hope. As I listened, I began to feel a sense of belonging. These people understood. They cared, and they loved me before. I felt lovable. It was amazing. That's the deal. That's what happened to me. Yeah. Coming for another, you know, stay for yourself. It's an inside job, apparently. Unfortunately. I don't think think I've ever heard of that before. You never heard of an inside job? (laughs) No, like, are you talking about, like, those heist movies where you, like, are inside the bank and that's how you... I know you don't know all of the things in the program, but let me educate you. Please. Um, But people sometimes call it an inside job. Wow. Because only you can cause your suffering and only you can relieve it with the help of your higher power. Wow. Yeah. And, and prevent forest fires. And prevent, apparently. only you can prevent forest fires. 
<laughs> what's the what's the, the third one? There? What's the third one? What's his name? Uh, Hootie. Smokey. Smokey. Hootie. Hootie the owl. What would that have to do it's with anything? Like Hootie the owl. I don't know. Hootie. That's the uh, that's. That's that fire, reading show. Fire. He's what the fuck is a bear going to do about a fire? What Dude, he hell? fucking lives it. He's like... What's he going to do? Get a hose? Like, get a helicopter? He's going to scare gonna the campers. An owl could fly down and scoop like up pails of water topic. and dump them on the fire. The bear can't do shit. I don't know what owl you, you're... <laughs> I mean, tiny pails. Very small pails. Small pails. Many owls but, and many pails. But if he could en- enlist his friends That's and family... That's just like the slogan together. He's going to be a lot it. more effective. Yeah, but a bear carries a lot more weight, I think, delivering the message. That's the thing. Yeah, it's the deal. Yeah, I guess. What's important right now is our opinions because they count. Um, um, I think what really counts is doing the do's and don'ts. The do's and don'ts is, is what I think we're talking great, about. Great. So I think we should. Uh, right. I think we should play you a game. You gonna read them? What do you got? I think. You want to read them? Yeah. So we're gonna play a game. But first, we're gonna read the do's and don'ts. I mean, that is the game. All right. Sort so of for a those game. of you who don't know, the do's and don'ts. All right. Do forgive. Do be humble. Do take it easy. Tension is harmful. Do play. Find recreation and hobbies. Do keep on trying whenever you fail. Do learn the facts about alcoholism. Do attend Al-Anon meetings often. Do pray. Mm. Don'ts. Don't be self-righteous. Don't try to dominate, nag, scold, and complain. Don't lose your temper. Don't try to push anyone but yourself. Don't keep bringing up the past. Don't keep checking up on the alcoholic. Don't wallow in self-pity. Don't make threats you don't intend to carry out. Don't be overprotective. And the classic, don't be a doormat. Good list. The classic. The classic. That's a classic. It's like Coke classic. Um, Okay, so the game, if we could call it a game, we thought maybe Bryson. It's an anecdote. An anecdote. Anecdote, yeah, anecdotal. It's a fun fun thing for us. We thought we would ask Bryson. Yeah, we would ask Bryson what one of his funniest, craziest, zaniest. Sounds like he had a rich past <laughs> full of fun, crazy, zany things. Yeah. Uh, of the don'ts, pick a don't that you could think would be. That oh, that's you, weird. That My, you did. I actually, I actually or a did. do. I, yeah, no, I that actually, you don'ted. I have a yeah. I have a I have a do that's uh, oh, okay. That, Go for, for it. me that I when I look back at it now I just laugh so hard because you could just blow it. Uh, though I do I think the don'ts are probably right for more comedy. For comedy. For well, that was my thought, but yeah, maybe yours is going to be oh, better yeah. that way. I see. Um, but uh, the better do, bring the comedy, Bryson. Uh, what is it? Do do learn the facts about alcoholism. And um, <laughs> I was just blissfully unaware of how alcoholism mm. worked. Mm. You know, I, I didn't really understand it at all. And I think back to it now, like, one, with, like, you know, regret you know, having to make amends to people just about how mean I was to alcoholics. I always joke, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a mean sober. I was dead sober just doing horrible stuff, manipulative, mean stuff to people because I just, they would hurt me, you know. Alcoholics hurt you and then I would just strike back like they say, you know. And, um, and so uh, I had no idea. So that story I told you about when I, you know, my friend, you know, out on that trip, um, she had been sober for eight years. And was like coke addict, alcoholic, had sobered up, gotten her life together, was living a completely wonderful functional life. And I don't have the allergy. So like every year or so, I'll drink. In the old days, I would like, if I drank, it was a big deal. So people would be like, oh my gosh, it still kind of is. Like my wife, sober wife, you know, when I, I'm like, I think I'm going to have a beer. She just thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> and so... Um, <laughs> 
Uh, and she marvels that I can drink like half a beer and be like, let's go. And she's like, you're not going to finish that? I'm like, no. She's just baffled that you could not finish a beer, you know. But um, but anyway, I was, I was, I remember I was out, we were on this bar and I hadn't seen this woman in years. And so I was having, I was drinking and people brought me a drink and they were like, and she's like, you're drinking? And I was like, yeah, when I'm out here, I drink sometimes. It's super fun. You know, hey, we're having a party. <laughs> like a normal, you know, non-alcoholic human would be. And um, and she said, well, you know, I might want to experiment with some, uh, you know, some uh, drinking myself, some mo- moderate drinking myself. And she used like the real term from AI. Like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, the She's term. just going to drink on weekends. Yeah. Like, yeah, try yeah, drinking yeah, yeah. a different drink. I, and I honestly believe like if you spoke to her, that would be the, that would totally be the intention. And I was like, oh, that's great. I'll buy you a shot of tequila. Oh, God. And so I bought her. It's just like buying the assassin the bullets to put in the gun to shoot you with. And so, yeah, I bought us a shot of tequila. And we did a shot of tequila together. And that set in motion my demise. And hers. I mean, I feel so much guilt. Uh, You know, it took her years to get sober. And I I think she's sober now. I I hope she is. Uh, You know, just, just want nothing but the best for her, you know. But... But yeah, man, I had no idea. Mm. And I look back throughout my life and I was surrounded by these alcoholics and I was reacting to them and doing things to them just based on their disease and me not understanding it, you know? You know, you know Mitch Hedberg, you know, you know, drug addiction is the only disease that people get mad at you for having. Mm-hmm. And it's so like yeah. true. I was so mean and horrible. Uh, to the alcoholics in my life and 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 mm. but yeah that's one there where i was just like well here you go sober friend let me buy you a drink it's like <laughs> maybe that maybe not to do had you just known anything about the disease that's a good life lesson <laughs> yeah i mean i was thinking it was cool to buy shots for alcoholics but now i've learned yeah not so much oh well, you were thinking yeah. that prior oh, i thought it'd be meeting. fine yeah. well there's you know <laughs> so so just da- you know so if i don't know if you know he's you joking know. he's joking he's joking yeah well you know but but, there, but in in the in the rooms of aa you know chris davis who who uses his full name openly uh is a longtime aa member seriously you yeah. like yeah. He, yeah yeah uh chris when i first met him years before i was in program he was probably like a year sober and so we were friends before program, and he would like give a, a homeless guy who was clearly drunk like ten bucks every time he was on the street. He's like, "Here you go, buddy. Go get it." And he just mm. saw it as like bringing on their bottom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, here you go. You know. So so there are people in the who, who know about alcoholism who are just like, "Yeah, man, let get me get there. you there." Yeah, wow, let me, sure. yeah. But they, again, he, you know, for them, it's sort of like one way or the other, you're gonna figure this out or not. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, where you're supposed to go. But I yeah, but I just it ties into like. Yeah, go, you know, like, read the big book, go to some meetings, meet some alcoholics, even if they say they hate you fucking people and stuff like that. <laughs> Just well, do that. Yeah, gosh, I love meeting uh, double winners because yeah. I just want to stand there and whether they know it or not, um, f- like, energetically appreciate them yeah, yeah. for going to a meeting, wherever they're at. Yeah, whatever th- they're wherever they're at in their program, wherever that in their life, the fact that they were in that in that meeting at that moment, they were in the meeting across the hall, and that I was in, whether they like me or not, I'm just grateful, you know that that it's happening. Yeah, well, if you look at our traditions, the only requirement for membership is a problem of alcoholism in a relative or friend. Yeah, that's it. If you're in the the you know the other program, it's like yeah, you qualify immediately because everyone yeah. you interact with, you know. 
But yeah, no, it's a beautiful thing, man. I love to see it, and 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 our program has been so enhanced by that. You know, uh, I learned I learned what I know of the steps from alcoholics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Do learn the facts about alcoholism. There you go. Do you, Corey, have a? A do or a don't. No, and it's a. A comment, an experience related to the do and the facts about alcoholism. Do you have any experience? Do I have experience? No, I have none of those things. Um, ESH. The do. He loves to the, beat himself up. The do, the do's and don'ts. Hmm. Just with the do and the facts about alcoholism. I mean, oh, the do's. Oh yeah, yeah, the do's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've started to go to AA meetings more and more. I met a friend in AA who took me to AA meetings, and that was interesting. Um, I don't do as much of it as I or should I mean I have the presumption that it's a disease um, have you ever read the big book I haven't the old you know the old, before we had ours yep. that's the that use of the meetings right? yeah. Yeah. you should read it man it's it's a jam yeah. chapter 5 change your whole life is that mm. the one about uh, acceptance no no chapter 5 yeah. is like the you know it's the, the message to alcoholics it's just sort of like uh, it's got the oh god so same meeting that I got I told you my crosstalk story earlier offline um <laughs> Uh, in chapter five, it says we are like men who have lost their legs, right? Yeah. That's that's a line in chapter five. We are we are as men who have lost their legs. Okay. So, in this meeting, there was a guy in a wheelchair who was a double amputee. Oh. In this meeting, and the most amazing thing I've ever seen in a meeting was, can somebody read chapter five? And they read it at every meeting, and just one time, only once, they said. We are as if we are men who have lost their legs. And he goes, dope! <laughs> and, and the room just died. Like it just broke the room for like five minutes. Because you know, we'd been there for like years available. with this guy. Yeah. And we're just like, is he ever going to take the joke? And it's like, yes, that, that, I'm so glad that I was there that day. And he could deliver that. Wherever wow. you are, man, I love you. Yeah, but but yeah, I man, you should re- read the big book. It's good. Not yeah. that I'm like giving you unsolicited advice, I but mean, I'm yeah. an Al-Nod, Maybe that's so on the do and don't list. <laughs> But I, much in I like that you guys laughed at that because they, they do take it easy. Attention is harmful. I mean, I think I love that we laugh a lot in our program, yeah. and oh. that's why we laugh a lot on oh, the yeah. show. Newcomers yeah. always yeah. talk to me about it because I'm so, like, light me a lot too. of times. And I'm like, yeah, man, you're fucking, it sucked. <laughs> it fucking yeah. sucked. And it's all, there's so, it's so funny to me. Do learn the facts about alcoholism? For me, one of the things that is factual or that feels like a, a fact thing is, like, the phrase, uh, you know, whenever there's a sober period, no matter how brief, no matter how brief, like a fucking hour, want to believe the problem is gone for good. And for me, like, it's a fact that the problem is never gone. Yeah, yeah. It's only being treated or not, you yeah. know? And, like, oh, my God, when I just reflect on, I'll be even in the moment of, of revelation of, like, oh, this is a problem I thought was gone for good. <laughs> <laughs> How naive of me. Oh, like little Claire's so naive to think that the problem's gone for good. Like, sweetie, no. The I problem is here. Yeah. The problem is here. It's okay. And it's okay that the problem is yeah, here. Yeah, but yeah, that's no, a fact. Yeah, I get to be in this. that. Yeah, we're living yeah, with this. Yeah, get to be in it. Just do it. Yeah, man. I love it. Yeah. It's good. Uh, well, we end every week by uh, talking about uh, what we're going to work on for the week in our programs. So, yeah, um, just a little blip. Bryson, what are you going to work on this week? <sighs> She had to ask. <laughs> no, um, you know, it's really funny. It's actually in, in my career. Uh, and I work on, you know, just accepting who people are, right? Like, I can't change 
another person, right? That people, places, and things, they talk about that powerlessness. And for me, I'm moving into acceptance around some, uh, some people that I'm in, I work with. Actually, you know, clients, everyone. And, and really just sort of accepting what is and who people are and then working with that, right? That's, that's the thing, you know, it's like, uh, you know, just like you don't have to leave an alcoholic spouse, um, you know, you can be happy. I can be happy whether someone is whatever or not. And so really for me, that's, that's the thing is to catch myself when I'm manipulating, when I am pushing, when I'm making an excuse, just can I be in what is and recognize and, and then work with what I've got instead of like, I think I'm constantly dreaming that something's going to be different. It's like, maybe not. Does it have to be? Mm. So I think it's acceptance this week. Mm. I like it. Claire? You go first, Corey. I go first. Um, I'm going to work on uh, being really present. Um, just in that there's some great things that are happening in my life and I want to experience them and not think about where they're going and not be worried about their outcomes and just be in whatever it is today. And uh, i getting better at that. That program has really helped me get there. So I feel that's changing for me and I want to really bask in it. Yeah. Like a fish. Nice. I'm happy for in you. In an ocean. Yeah. As, oh. I don't know. Sure. What about you, Claire? Um, I think that the topics of today, the, the conversations of today have really tr- like shed a light on uh, being rigorously honest. And I'm not always rigorously honest. It's something, you know, I have a vast room for improvement every, in all my affairs. And I want to just, I, I'm really looking forward to the discomfort of potential. See, I don't even know. That's the thing. Yeah, I that's, fear a, being, that's a lifetime thing. I fear least. being rigorously honest because I'm afraid of the discomfort that will come from me being rigorously honest. So maybe it's also just like uh, shedding that fear, being mm-hmm. in faith that mm-hmm. I'm allowed mm-hmm. to be rigorously honest. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you for joining us today, Bryson. Thank you so and much, Bryson. We really got a lot out of this. And, uh, yeah. you know, keep coming back, as we always say yeah. in the yeah. program. So, um, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the, just a reminder the, uh, the opinions expressed here are strictly the person who gave them. Please take what you like and leave the rest. We are not affiliated with Al Anon or any 12 step program. We are here because we're working a program of our own that we want to um, talk about and share our experience, strength, and hope together so we can learn and grow as fellows. Uh, so, we encourage you to. Um, you know, listen, take what you like, leave the rest, and if you don't like anything, that's okay. Don't do that. But we do. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> you'll, hopefully come you'll come back and back. hit that subscribe button, and yeah. uh, we'll see you next time on Crosstalk. Yeah, keep coming back. <laughs>